0: Ready to form Voltron. This is a job for Superman. Power Rangers. Right away, Michael. Autobots, transform. By the power of Grey Skull! to Charlie's GeekCast for our fifth and final look at the history of the Super Bowl. Today we're going to be looking at Super Bowls 45 through 55 and finishing up our look at the history of the Super Bowl. So let's jump right in with Super Bowl 45, which was between the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Green Bay Packers and was played at Cowboys Stadium in Arlington, Texas on February 6, 2011. I remember this one because we had a pretty good winter storm hit this part of the country just about a week earlier. And there was a chance that they were going to have to move or postpone the game. Even though the stadium had a roof, getting to the game could have been dangerous. But things cleared up in Dallas fairly quickly, so everything went as scheduled. The other reason I remember this one is... That the most direct route for Packers fans traveling from Green Bay and the Wisconsin area down to Dallas involved U.S. Highway 69, which runs right through the small town I was living in at the time. We had a lot of extra traffic the week before and after the game, (laughs) and I I have never seen so many Wisconsin license plates at one time when I wasn't actually in Wisconsin. It was kind of crazy. Anyway. For the game itself, the Packers jumped out to a 21-3 lead in the second quarter before Pittsburgh started their comeback. The only score of the third quarter was a Pittsburgh touchdown, and both teams managed a touchdown in the fourth, although the Steelers were able to convert a two-point attempt, cutting the Packer lead to 28-25. The Packer kicker Mason Crosby kicked a field goal to put them up 31-25 with just over two minutes left, and the Packers' defense stepped up and prevented the Steelers from scoring on their final drive giving the Packers their fourth Super Bowl title. Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers was named MVP, thanks to completing 24 of 39 passes for 304 yards, three touchdowns, and no interceptions. This was also the first Super Bowl to feature a more standardized Super Bowl logo, featuring the Lombardi Trophy in front of the stadium in which the game is going to be played, and it's sitting on top of the Roman numerals. And this is going to be the standard logo until we get to Super Bowl 50. Super Bowl 46 was played at Lucas Oil Stadium in Indianapolis on February 5th, 2021, featuring a rematch between the New York Giants and the New England Patriots. This was another close one despite the Giants jumping out to a 9-0 lead thanks to a safety and a touchdown. The second quarter was all New England as the Patriots scored 17 unanswered points to lead 17-9 at halftime. However, in the second half, the Giants' defense stepped up and prevented New England from scoring at all while the Giants offense slowly clawed their way back into the game they scored two field goals in the third quarter to bring the score to 17-15 but it took until near the end of the game for them to get into scoring range again in what is a bit of a baffling play call the Patriots appeared to let the Giants score the go-ahead touchdown to give Tom Brady as much time as possible to go down and score the winning touchdown Even though the Giants failed to convert a two-point attempt, they were still up 21-17, which means that the Patriots had to have a touchdown in order to win. A field goal wasn't going to do it. But with 57 seconds left, not even the quarterback that many considered to be the greatest of all time could pull off that miracle. The Giants won their fourth Super Bowl, and Giants quarterback Eli Manning won his second MVP. On February 3rd, 2013, the Superdome in New Orleans was the site of Super Bowl 47 between the Baltimore Ravens and the San Francisco 49ers. The biggest storyline going into this game was that the two head coaches were brothers. Jim Harbaugh was the coach of the 49ers, and John Harbaugh was the coach of the Ravens, giving the game the nickname The Harbaugh, at least until an incident in the third quarter gave the game a whole new nickname. Or also... Neither team had yet to lose the Super Bowl, so the big question was which team would have their first loss. Considering the 49ers were favored to win the game, it was a bit of a surprise, and I say bit sarcastically, for the Ravens to jump out to a 21-6 lead at halftime. And then even more surprising when Jacoby Jones of the Ravens returned the second half kickoff for a touchdown, giving them a 28-6 lead. But just as the 49ers were beginning their next drive, a power outage caused half of the lights in the stadium to go out. The blackout also affected the broadcast as, despite the video feed not cutting out, the broadcast booth had lost power as well. As such, a good portion of the 34-minute blackout was eerily silent. However, the blackout did manage to slow down the Ravens' momentum, allowing the 49ers to get back into the game, cutting the Ravens' lead to 28-23 by the end of the third quarter but Baltimore managed two more field goals in the fourth quarter to keep the game just out of reach, despite the 49ers getting a touchdown. The game ended with the Ravens taking an intentional safety to run as much time off the clock as they could, leaving the 49ers with just four seconds, which quickly ran out on the ensuing free kick. This gave the 49ers their first Super Bowl loss, and the Ravens quarterback Joe Flacco the MVP. And remember when I mentioned that new nickname? That would be the Blackout Bowl. February 2nd, 2014, saw the Seattle Seahawks take on the Denver Broncos in Super Bowl 48 at MetLife Stadium in East Rutherford, New Jersey. This was a big deal due to this being the first and so far only Super Bowl played outdoors in a cold weather city. While there was a threat of snow and several contingencies were made just in case that happened, the game managed to go off without a hitch as the snow waited until six hours after the game to come in. Of course, that stranded a lot of people at the airport, but you know, whatcha gonna do? The game also earned several nicknames beforehand, including the Weed Bowl, Bong Bowl, and Marijuana Bowl, due to both Washington and Colorado being the first two states to legalize marijuana just a couple of years earlier. As for the game itself, this was a mostly one-sided affair, with Denver only managing eight points, all of which came in the third quarter, while the underdog Seahawks squeaked by with 43 points, Seattle set the record for the quickest score in a Super Bowl when the Broncos' center snapped the ball while quarterback Peyton Manning was trying to call an audible. The ball ended up sailing past Manning into the end zone behind him where it was recovered by running back Sean Moreno, who was tackled for a safety. All of this took place within the first 12 seconds of the game, beating Devin Hester's kickoff return in Super Bowl 41 by two seconds. Seattle, Seattle linebacker Malcolm Smith was named MVP thanks to a performance that included a fumble recovery, and returning an interception for a touchdown. Seattle returned for Super Bowl 49 the following year, taking on the New England Patriots at the University of Phoenix Stadium in Glendale, Arizona on February 1, 2015. This game was much closer, with neither team scoring in the first quarter and then both teams scoring two touchdowns in the second quarter alone. This was especially amazing when you consider that both teams scored their second touchdowns in the last 32 seconds of the quarter. Seattle scored 10 points in the 3rd quarter, taking a 24-14 lead, but the Patriots managed 14 points in the 4th, giving them a 28-24 lead with just over 2 minutes left in the game. Seattle managed to drive down the field to the Patriots' 1 yard line with just 20 seconds left in the game, but rather than run the ball with their big running back, Marshawn Lynch, they elected to attempt a passing play. Second and goal, Baldwin sets up on the left, play clock at 5 pass is intercepted at the goal line by malcolm butler unreal however with 20 seconds left seattle still had options the patriots were deep in their own territory and deeper still after an excessive celebration penalty after the interception left them on the one yard line the patriots would have had to run at least one more play but then the seahawks were called for an offsides penalty moving the ball out to the six now able to kneel the ball and run out the clock, Patriots quarterback Tom Brady did just that. But after Seattle called its last time out, a fight broke out. It shouldn't come as much of a surprise, especially with such a highly contested game and a controversial play call that cost the Seahawks the game. Frustrations were high. Plus, I would imagine that at least one Patriots player was probably gloating, as is typical in these types of situations. In any event, Seattle linebacker Bruce Irvin rushed some Patriots players, which started the brawl and cost them another 15-yard penalty. Irvin was also ejected from the game for throwing a punch at Patriots tight end Rob Gronkowski, the first and so far only ejection in Super Bowl history. So rather than the Patriots being forced to run a play from their one, Tom Brady knelt the ball down for the final time at the 21-yard line, giving New England a fourth Super Bowl title. Tom Brady's 37 of 50 completions for 328 yards and four touchdowns earned him his third MVP. Super Bowl 50 was the first to suspend the use of the Roman numerals using the more familiar alpha numerals in the logo. Possibly because 50 in Roman is an L. And I don't think they wanted Super Bowl L because it would have looked like... The who? Tying into this golden anniversary, the league had adopted a gold-tinted version of the NFL logo. The numbering of the 50-yard line on fields was colored gold. And, beginning in Week 7, all sideline jackets and hats featured gold-trim logos. The game itself was played on February 7, 2016, at Levi Stadium in Santa Clara, California, and featured the Carolina Panthers taking on the Denver Broncos. Unlike their last appearance, Denver was not known for its offense, as quarterback Peyton Manning's age had caught up with him and limited his abilities. Rather, it was their top-rated defense that had the spotlight this time, and that defense was on display in the Super Bowl, recording seven sacks and four forced turnovers in the game. As such, this dominance allowed Denver to finish the first quarter with a 10-0 lead. However, unlike in Super Bowl 22, Denver never let the other team gain the lead, In fact, Carolina only managed a total of 10 points in the whole game. Not that they were slouches on defense either. Carolina's defense scored five sacks and two forced turnovers and didn't allow the Denver offense to score a touchdown until near the end of the game. They did, however, allow Denver to get close enough to score multiple field goals. Denver did not score an offensive touchdown until there was only three minutes and eight seconds left in the fourth quarter, giving them a 24-10 lead and the third Super Bowl victory. Denver linebacker Vaughn Miller was awarded the MVP. Of note, this was the final game of Peyton Manning's career, ending his career on a high note. And also, my daughter Megan was born the next day. Moving on to Super Bowl 51. It was held at NRG Stadium in Houston, Texas on February 5th, 2017. This began the use of a new standardized logo for the games with the Vince Lombardi Trophy situated between the Roman numeral L, which of course stands for 50, and the remaining numerals. For some reason, they removed the stadium image. Anyway, the game featured the New England Patriots setting a record with their ninth Super Bowl appearance, taking on the Atlanta Falcons. Remember how it was a big deal for Washington to overcome their 10-point deficit to win Super Bowl 22? And remember how it was also a big deal for 16-point deficits to be overcome even though that team didn't win? Well, get a load of this one. The Falcons shot out to a 21-3 halftime lead, and halfway through the third quarter, they were up 28-3. But over the next quarter and a half, New England managed to score 25 unanswered points to tie the game with less than a minute left in the fourth quarter. As such, this was the first Super Bowl to have an overtime period. Due to the current NFL rules for overtime, if the first team with possession scores a touchdown or a safety, the game is automatically over. As such, the Patriots won the coin toss and elected to receive the kick. They marched down the field and scored the winning touchdown, winning their fifth Super Bowl and becoming the first team to win the game without ever having the lead. Thanks to his part in orchestrating this comeback, Tom Brady was once again awarded the MVP. The Patriots made their 10th appearance in the Super Bowl in Super Bowl 52 on February 4th, 2018 played at U.S. Bank Stadium in Minneapolis, they met up against the Philadelphia Eagles, who, like the Falcons before them, were making just their second appearance. The Patriots were favored, mostly due to the fact that the Eagles were playing their backup quarterback, Nick Foles. And as such, the Patriots actually never held the lead in the first half of the game. Of note was an attempted trick play by the Patriots involving two handoffs and a pass from receiver Danny Amendola to quarterback Tom Brady but Brady was unable to make the catch. This is only of note because later in the second quarter, the Eagles tried a similar play that resulted in Foles not only catching the ball, but catching it as a touchdown. This play, known as the Philly Special, became the most memorable play of the game, as it not only made Foles the first quarterback to catch a touchdown pass in the Super Bowl, but also gave the Eagles a 22-12 lead at halftime. The Patriots did not manage to gain a lead until there was only 9.22 left in the game. But this was only a one-point lead, and another touchdown by the Eagles allowed them to regain the lead. But a missed two-point attempt only gave them a five-point lead. Although there was only 2.21 left in the game, Tom Brady had managed many such comebacks in the past, so an Eagle victory was not yet guaranteed. But Eagles defensive end Brandon Graham managed to sack Brady and strip the ball, which was recovered by the Eagles. They managed to run the clock down to a minute five, force the Patriots to use up all their timeouts, and score a field goal, giving them an eight-point lead, 41-33. The Patriots had one more chance, but not even the great Tom Brady could pull a miracle out of his proverbial hat this time. And the Eagles won their first Super Bowl, and their first NFL championship since 1960. Oh, and the Eagles' backup quarterback? He was named the game's MVP. The Patriots made it three in a row when they met up with the Los Angeles Rams at the Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta, Georgia on February 3rd, 2019 for Super Bowl 53. A very defensive struggle this Super Bowl was almost the antithesis of Super Bowl 52, as it was the lowest scoring Super Bowl as of this recording. After a scoreless first quarter, the Patriots managed a field goal in the second, and the Rams tied it in the third. It wasn't until there was only seven minutes left in the fourth quarter that the game's only touchdown was scored, when New England running back Sonny Michel ran one in from two yards out. Another field goal with just over a minute left in the game gave the Patriots a 13-3 lead and their sixth Super Bowl victory, tying them with the Steelers for the most victories by a team. It also served as a fitting bookend for the Patriots' dynasty under the leadership of Tom Brady and head coach Bill Belichick, as their first Super Bowl victory was against the Rams in Super Bowl 36. During the offseason, Brady left New England as a free agent and signed with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. On February 2nd, 2020, the Kansas City Chiefs made their first appearance in 50 years, taking on the San Francisco 49ers in Super Bowl 54 at Hard Rock Stadium in Miami Gardens, Florida. The first half was pretty even, with both teams tied 10-10 at halftime. The 49ers managed a touchdown and a field goal in the third quarter to take a 20-10 lead, heading into the fourth, but the Chiefs scored 21 unanswered points in the fourth quarter to come away with a 31-20 victory. It was the Chiefs' second Super Bowl win and their first championship since the AFL-NFL merger back in 1970. Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes was named Super Bowl MVP after completing 26 of 42 passes for 286 yards, two touchdowns, and two interceptions, as well as rushing for 29 yards and another touchdown. After such a long absence, the Chiefs returned the following year on February 7, 2021 for Super Bowl 55 against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at Raymond James Stadium in Tampa Bay, Florida, making the Bucks the first team to play a Super Bowl in their home stadium. Although the Chiefs were favored, penalties and offensive struggles, coupled with an overwhelming Bucks defense, made this a fairly one-sided game. The Buccaneers, led by quarterback Tom Brady, scored at least one touchdown in each of the first three quarters, while the Chiefs were held to just one field goal in those same three quarters. While the Chiefs managed to prevent any Bucs scores in the fourth quarter, they weren't able to score either. The Buccaneers' 31-9 victory gave Tom Brady a record-setting seventh Super Bowl win, as well as making him the oldest player to not only win the game, but to also be named MVP. That brings us up to the present. As of this recording, the Cincinnati Bengals are scheduled to meet the Los Angeles Rams in Super Bowl 56, which will be played at SoFi Stadium in Los Angeles on February 13, 2022. After 54 years of it never happening, this will make the second Super Bowl in a row in which one of the teams will be playing in their home stadium. I hope you enjoyed this look at the Super Bowl. Hopefully this will give you a little more appreciation of the importance and the legacy of the actual game. And if you're one of those that just watch for the commercials or the halftime shows, well, maybe it gives you something else to pay attention to, such as the records. I hope you enjoy the game, and I'll see you guys next time. Thank you for listening to Charlie's Geekcast. Feedback for the show can be sent to charliesgeekcast at gmail.com, or you can feel free to leave a comment at the show's posting at charliesgeekcast.com. All images and music heard on the show are copyrighted by respective copyright holders and are used for entertainment purposes only. No infringement is intended. Charlie Geek is a proud member of the Two True Freaks Internet Radio Network. Please be sure to stop by Two True Freaks to check out more great shows. Thank you again for listening, and good night.